This is Registry, a podcast from Office Supply Publishing and Klaus Gunpoint. The announcement of the National Film Registry yesterday really got me. Because it's a solid list. It's a really good list. And it includes a couple of films I have advocated for over the years. The big happiness is actually the first one alphabetically on the list. And that's The Atomic Cafe. And when I did the issue of Klaus at Gunpoint, where I looked at my personal registry, it was one of the top films. Alphabetically and, like, theoretically. And it's an amazing movie. It really explores the Cold War paranoia. And if you look at the episode of Registry I did where I was advocating for it to be included, I think it really shows the how important it was. And not just as a sort of a portion of American film in its historical content, that it's showing what things were like during the Cold War and how we represented it via film, but also about the importance of not only preservation, but presentation of, of preservation. We have Ball of Fire, another film that I know very little about. I don't think I've seen it, and that is odd. Well, not odd, I haven't seen every film, but it's one of those movies that I think needs to be considered as a part of a greater bigness, I think is probably the best way to put it. If you look at what they, they noted for it, uh, let me read the official note that it was, and I quote, uh, a Howard Hawks-directed screwball comedy between a showgirl and a gangster. And it's Barbara Stanwyck. And it's interesting that I, I see this as another film that sort of celebrates that period of Hollywood that is overwhelmingly represented on the registry. And this is right before Pearl Harbor. And World War II certainly changed everything. And apparently there is a phenomenal performance by legendary drummer... Gene Krupa. So, gotta see that. The Bo Brummels is a phenomenal short. I haven't seen it in years. Probably, probably 15 years. And it's, it's a vaudeville comedy short about the team of Al Shaw and Sam Lee. And it's a lot of fun. And apparently it's preserved at UCLA in the film and television archive, which is great. Vaudeville is maybe just about reaching peak vaudeville on the registry. But this is a, actually an excellent addition. Of course, The Birds from Alfred Hitchcock, one of the truly great Hitchcock films. Uh, the Blackboard Jungle, which very excited about, of course, brought rock and roll into the mainstream, and it featured an Evan Hunter story. It took the novel by Evan Hunter, who is one of the great mystery writers of all time, and really brought it out. And, of course, you had uh, Sidney Poitier in it, and you had Vic Morrow, and Glenn Ford, in, who is just phenomenal. The Breakfast Club, and actually the tie between The Breakfast Club and The Blackboard Jungle are, is really interesting. They both deal with, with sort of this idea of how adults and teens coalesce in the same locations and where their conflicts arise. It's one of the truly great. John Hughes is amazing. And what they did is they sort of took the, in the description, it says archetypes of high school. And it really is. But it really did set the table for what the late 90s became as a 
team movement. And of course, you can see it referenced all over the place, most notably in an ep the pilot episode of Community. The Decline of Western Civilization, a one that I never actually got to write up, but was one of my big, I hope it gets on, because it's really significant. East of Eden, I'm fairly certain that this means that every James Dean film is on the registry. Uh, I'd have to check on Giant, but I think that's all three, uh, which would mean him and I think the guy who played Fredo in the Godfather films, I think those are the two who every film they are in is on the registry. Funny Girl, I've been watching a lot of the uh, Broadway, the American Musical documentary from about ten years ago, and the portion on Fanny Bryce, and my interpretation of Fanny Bryce is always going to be Barbara Streisand, so go figure. The Life of the American Fireman, which I did not know was not already on. I honestly thought one of the most important films, I would rank it right up there with The Great Train Robbery. A very, very early, massively important film by Edwin S. Porter. Uh, just huge. Of course, The Lion King, I'll have a lot to say about The Lion King and its tendrils and how it changed not only American film, but also American theater. Lost Horizon from Frank Capra, based on a James Hilton novel that I have read, but I've actually never seen the film. From everything I've read, though, it is one of the best. Uh, the Musketeers of Pig Alley from 1912, 17-minute D.W. Griffith short. Really, really important. Uh, one that I've only seen clips of, and it's been preserved by the Museum of Modern Art and is actually viewable on the MoMA website, and I'll have a link up with this episode. Paris is Burning, I can't believe I have not talked about Paris is Burning, because it is one of the documentaries that really kick ass, really. It, it takes the best elements of an interpersonal documentary, mixes it with actually sports documentary concepts, and delivers this just stylish and fascinating film. It really is amazing, and it really turned RuPaul into a massive star. And of course, this is the one where I have this this image always. The image I get is just RuPaul ripping off her wig and yelling, Butch! Butch! It's just amazing. Point Blank from 1967, another one I've never seen. It's got Lee Marvin, so how could you go wrong? Uh, based on a d novel by Donald Westlake, who is another wonderful mystery writer, uh, really important, died a few years ago, and I've just devoured several of his books since. The Princess Bride... Fantasy Film 101 will be talking about The Princess Bride probably this week, maybe next, uh, and about its importance of what it shows and what we believe was important in fantasy. And a lot of what we see today in fantasy literature and film even was not only influenced by, but really defined by The Princess Bride and the interactions of kids with The Princess Bride. I'll talk more about that in a bit. Putney Swope is to me, the most controversial film on the registry. It is, I saw this once, long time ago, barely remember it. Basically, the idea of it is that a bunch of black nationalists take over a ad agency. And it's Robert Downey Sr. directed this, and it's listed as a surrealistic satire, and I kind of I kind of see that. But there's a lot of sort of back and forth about it. It is, I absolutely remember that it was funny at the time. And I don't know, now that I sort of see things through a different lens, I don't know how well it would play. But Wanda Hale of the New York Daily News called it the most offensive picture I've ever seen. And I'm pretty sure she had seen Birth of a Nation. Uh, Rushmore, the first Wes Anderson film on the registry, 
And I don't know why. It's great. It's wonderful. I could think of three others that should be on before, but two of them aren't eligible yet because of the uh, minimum 10-year rule. Solomon Sir Jones Films. This is a series of home films, uh, about 355 minutes, which represent 29 different silent films about African communities, African-American communities in Oklahoma in the 1920s. And this is before the Great Depression, at the very beginning of the Great Migration, which is really fascinating. I've only seen a couple of minutes of this. But what's really remarkable about this whole list, as it is, is that almost most of them are befores. The Hawks film is before World War II changed everything. Solomon Sir Jones films are before the Great Depression. And Steamboat Bill Jr. is the next one, Buster Keaton, which I've talked about before, is one of the massive and most important films that wasn't on the registry, and I'm so glad that's fixed. That's the last film before he moved to MGM and everything just went to hell. Suzanne Suzanne, I have not seen since I probably saw it in the theaters in the early 90s. It's a 30-minute documentary that deals with the legacy of abuse and how it leads to substance abuse, and it's, it's an intense film that was really significant to the, uh, to the world of African-American abuse discussion. And that, that's really something that we're just now seeing come up more and more. Thelma and Louise, a film that I'm, admittedly, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I understand why it's here. What I, it is one of the most important movies of the 1990s in this idea of the actress developing. And the 90s and 2000s idea of an actress was significantly different from the 80s and the 70s. And this is really one of the films that defined that. It's also an amazing performance from Gina Davis, a good performance from Susan Sarandon, and basically the star-making performance for Brad Pitt. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea from 1916, the silent version, early underwater, underwater uh, footage, and really an important film, not necessarily in the effects, because it is a special effects film, but because Stuart Patton really understood how to present a story that in many ways is bigger than a single film could be. A Walk in the Sun, which I've never seen, but it's from Lewis Milestone, based on a Harry Brown novel, which I don't think I've read either. And it, it's another war film, but it's different because it doesn't give you super amounts of battle scene, but instead gives you really more character, apparently. And I'm going to have to watch this in the next few weeks. And finally, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is another one I can't believe I've not done a podcast on. It has a really important moment. It was the, not necessarily the death of traditional animation, but it was at that moment before the explosion of computer animation. And it's just, it's full of amazing performances. Uh, Charles Fleischer's voicing of Roger Rabbit, uh, Kathleen Turner's of Jessica Rabbit. Both of them are just textbook, amazing voice performances. You have, of course, Christopher Lloyd at the time when he could do no wrong. Bob Hoskins, the late great. And, of course, Mel Blanc. It's the last time that he voiced Bugs Bunny. This is a phenomenal film on a bunch of levels, and I'll be talking about it on both Fantasy Film 101 and on Registry, of course. So from here on out, I'll be talking about the individual films on here and sort of some themes. Uh, I think the next one will probably be the 
decline and fall of Western civilization, because I really think that that's one that deserves a very deep dive. And I want to unpack that a little, as they say on Topics Podcast. So I hope you'll stay tuned for the rest of our, our look at the National Film Registry for 2016.